Dave Schrader. Alex Brampernard-Rasmussen. Andy Brampernard. And Cassie Schrader. And our special guest, Christoph the Magician. (laughs) Christoph the Magician. I like it, Christoph. How are you doing, Pally? I'm great. Thank you, Tom. How are you? Magnificent. We'll be back just two minutes with Christoph the Magician. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. <laughs> By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Schraders are in studio. Alex, Andy, our very special guest, Christoph the Magician. How are you, sir? Terrific. I'm glad to hear that. How many people start off the interview with you? God, I looked for you and you just disappeared that one time. I bet you hear that constantly, don't you? But it never ceases to seem clever. (laughs) Yeah, I knew it. I have a package in my hand that's not been opened. It's, um, I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to follow your lead is what I'm going to do, Christoph. All right, so it's showtime. No, I mean, we can schmooze. Well, it depends on how much time you have, because I want to make sure we get you, uh, keep you on schedule, right? Well, I appreciate that. I do actually have a gig this afternoon, so my time is a little more limited than it was the last time we, we chatted. But, Not a problem. But uh, so have, I appreciate that. You have until, do you have till 1 o'clock, is that, is that, or do you need to be off a little before then? Uh, a few minutes before then would be best, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we go to 55? So we've got 25 minutes. Sorry, 20 minutes. That'll work, won't it? That's perfect. All right, Christoph, we'll go to we'll go to, uh, we'll go go to to 12.50 with you. We'll make sure you get to where you're going. Now, where are you from originally? Well, I was born in Bloomington, down here in the cities. Here we go. Here <laughs> we east go. or west? West-west side or east side? Yeah. I'm an east sider. I'm a west sider. Uh-oh. I- 
I was an East Sider. Yeah. Boo. Did you go to Kennedy High School? <laughs> um, I by the time it came for high school, I had actually moved up to Ely. Oh, so, okay. Okay. Well, that was a short hop. Yeah, really. <laughs> All the way to Ely? Why'd you move to A mere six-hour drive. Six-hour drive to Ely, but, yeah. you know. Well, my father wanted to live in the woods and be a canoe outfitter, and my mother lived in the day where you followed your husband. So oh, I suppose, off, yeah, I suppose. off we all went. Is that where Herbeck went to Kennedy, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. I thought so. Did you hear what Christoph? did you hear what Herbeck did to me? No. Uh, Kent and I have been friends for 35 years. He's just a great guy. Love the guy. Funny, just humble as hell. He sends me a birthday gift, an autographed baseball. <clears throat> and just to be a wise guy, he writes on there, to radio legend. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, okay. Radio legend. Smart ass is all I have to say. He, was just, he didn't mean it, Christoph. He was being a wise guy is all that was. But, you know, no, Bloomington's a great area, except for that one part out west over there. I don't know. The best part? (laughs) Is that the part you're referring to? The best part of everything. (laughs) So how long were you up in Ely? Because the reason I ask you this is because I have a good friend, Mike, that grew up in Ely, and he said that every weekend when you're in your early teens, you go to the dump and shoot rats. He said that's all he ever did. Oh, okay. Great. Well, we, we actually used to go to the dump to look for bears. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. much to shoot them, but that was a, a great parking destination. Was to just go, you know, bring the station wagon down to the dump, and <laughs> as soon as you hit twilight, the action would begin one I way just, or another. I'm just picturing that scene Did in the great you? outdoors, <laughs> yeah, that's right. where he's throwing the candy bars and the bears on top of the car, and he just drives off with it because he's like, I don't know what else to do. Wait, are you talking about looking for bears like uh, submarine races? It was a makeout spot. Bingo. Bam. Oh, okay. We're looking for bears oh, with my girl. I was I picking see. up what you were putting I down. See. Indeed. <laughs> my wife is a little more literal. I thought you meant actual bears. Bears are cool. No, they yeah, are. Bears when you go there at twilight and yeah. park by the oh, dump, they, nothing more romantic. <laughs> they genuinely showed up. I mean, there were times when I'm sure. you might have five or six of them out there, and that just made people a little bit more clingy. <laughs> oh, it's it's like a horror movie. Oh, honey, hold what on a to me. <laughs> well, I remember Protect when we were up in Canada, <laughs> all of the garbage cans outside had to be like special bear-proof garbage. Yeah. <laughs> if there's garbage within a 10-mile radius, a bear's going to come get it. Nah, That's well, very true. At least it's getting recycled. That's guess. true. You don't realize, Christoph, for the rest of the day, I'm going to have this filthy joke in my mind because of you. <laughs> Way to go. You see Send this? it to me online. You see this? I can make it disappear. Oh, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You did that to me, Christoph. It's your fault. That's all I have to say. Well, that's one joke that won't find its way into my act. I understand. I understand a bit. Now, what? Do you remember how old you were? You did your first first magic trick. Six years old. God, six. So you were you were fascinated with magic because I was fascinated with magic, but I couldn't even do that deal where you fold over your finger into your thumb and turn it into a separated oh, finger. You did that all the time. Yeah, you did. I sucked at it. Though. I was terrible at it. Kids, we didn't. And know so is Cassie, it. by the way, because her thumb was aimed up. <laughs> I know. I can't. She can't do it either. It's not only is my thumb in two parts, it's also very broken. I can't bend my thumbs right anymore. My thumb's in two two parts, and it's broken right where it's in two parts. So, Christoph, I'm gonna turn it over to you i just uh so how long is your when you go on stage how long are you on stage uh typical show is 45 minutes but i've done everything from a half an hour gig to an hour and a half oh that's that's a that's a lot of work i would imagine 
Yeah, it is, except it's not work, you know. It's <laughs> For you. That's a lot of fun, you mean. <laughs> I had a lot of fun, Tom. That's all I know. Okay, so how long ago was it, Christoph, you were first booked on the show, and they delivered the package, but they delivered it at 6 o'clock at night, so it was <laughs> yeah. a few hours too late. But yeah, It was like that, a month ago, I think. Was that a month ago? At least. Just yeah. About, I don't yeah. know more than that. Well, thank you so much for thinking of us and coming back, um, because we didn't get a chance to do the trick uh, the last time around, because it didn't uh, it didn't show up until that night. So it's very nice of you to come back. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm delighted to be here, and I hope I really hope we can pull this off. Okay. Because the whole point here, Tom, is that you are the one who is going to be doing the magic. Oh, oh really? Magic. Huh? You're going to be a, I'm a professional. Hey, Catherine. I just learned a trick. Okay, so whenever you're ready, I'm, or do you want to wait and say, save the trick for the very end of your appearance in 15 minutes? You want to do it now and then talk about it? How do you want to do this? Yeah, let's do it right now. Okay, we'll do it now and we'll talk about it. Now, I have this and it says, Christoph, Andy, Tom, please do not open until on air. Okay, it's not open. It has not been open. So I'm ready to go. There's nothing in my <laughs> sleeve. Go ahead. <clears throat> Tear the envelope open if you would, please. Okay, Bob. I'm tearing it open. Oh boy. Okay. I'm not good at this either. This is killing me. I can barely open an envelope. Okay. okay, it's open and there's nothing in it. Hmm. That would be a problem. <laughs> no, Christoph, you're supposed to say ta da. Yeah. Hey, so letter vanish. Oh, I think the answer is, oh. what did Adam Baldwin think was in the gun? A blank. Oh. No, there, there's actually nothing in the envelope. Oh. What? I don't was know. there supposed to be something in here, this Christoph? Really well. Oh, yeah. No, there. Can't think enough, Christoph. It's been great. I don't know how And I'm looking around. There's nothing. It was nothing. taped on the ends, too. Well, who oh, opened well, it? It wasn't... Shouldn't have been oh. taped on the end. So there's a pack of cards over here. Oh, there's a pack of cards. Is that what was in there? <laughs> oh, did it, it slip down? Well, it fell out. What had happened to be this pack of cards on okay, the floor? Okay, so okay. that's what I'm looking for is a pack of cards, uh, right, oh Christoph? <laughs> yeah, ideally, yes. Wow. Okay, okay, we have the wow. pack of cards. And by the way, these cards have never been opened. They're sealed. Yeah, they're, they're sealed. That's not exactly true. They are sealed, but Tom, and I, I just I don't have any idea how much card playing you do. So I took the cards out of the box before I sent them there, and I shuffled okay. them for you. Uh, Thank you. Okay. I, Thank you. I, if they're real slippery and new, they sometimes you know fall out of people's hands. Mm. And so I just thought I would rough them up a little bit so they, they should be shuffled and already less than completely slippery. Okay. Use. But so if, you want me to open them now? You, yes, go ahead. Break that. Put a little that black seal at the top. Okay, yeah. I just did that. Now we're going to fold that back. I'm taking the cards out. Take all the d cards out and put them face down on the table in front of your top. Okay, I've already done that. It's They're face down. I've not looked at any of them. They're on the table. All right. Now, Tom, are you right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Perfect. Then would you please take your left hand and put it behind your back? All right. Who does it that way? Back. Oh, it's not over the top. You just do it behind your back, like by Duh. your waist. I always put my arm over my head like that. Okay. Does it not it's like this? Me. It's behind me. Leave me alone. Oh my gosh. I'm being attacked, Christoph. I'm deeply uh, hurt. I'll I'll try and distract them, Tom. Thank you, Christoph. I appreciate it. Okay. So I'm, using your 
your remaining right hand, what I'd ask that you do, please, is to cut the deck about in half. Lift up about half of the cards and set them to the right of the rest of the deck. Okay, I did it. <laughs> and then, excellent work. Not that way. <laughs> the other way. And and then pick up the cards that were on the bottom and then put them on the top. In other words, complete yep. the cut. Yes, sir. Put them in. Just way. blend them all in together. Mm -hmm. I'll just put yeah, it on top of it. Square them. Yeah, there you go. Square okay. them up. Okay, they're squared. Yep. Then, all right. Now, I don't want you to feel that I was too directive with what I asked you to do the last time. So I'm going to ask you to cut the deck again, Tom. But this time, don't feel you have to cut it right in the middle. You can cut off just a few cards from the top, or you can cut off most of the deck, whatever you want. But lift off some number of cards and set them to the right of the rest of the deck. <laughs> All right. I've already done that. And then go ahead and complete the cut again. So in other words, put the, that on top. Yeah, put what was on the bottom on the top okay. of the deck. There you go. I did it. We're good to go. Can I put it back on the, can I move it back toward me now that they're all together? We don't have sure. a lot of space on our desk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. see. I'm ready. All right, Tom. Now, I don't want you to look at the faces of any of the cards yet. Okay. But what I would ask you to do, please, is to take just the top card without turning it over. Yes, sir. Just take the top card and place it to the left of the deck. Which I already Face did. down. I like it. Now I want you to do that again. Take the next top card and put that to the right of the deck. All right. Now I want you to take one more card off the top of the deck. Again, don't turn it over. Just pick it up and then place it under your buttocks. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, blow it out your ass, Tom. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we good? Uh, well, I'm under my butt. <laughs> Perfect. I love right, that Tom, stone I song. Want, <laughs> under my butt. I want you to... Yes, sir. I want you to stare at the back side of that card to the left of the deck. All right. I'm doing it right now. Now, this is going to sound a little odd, but does it feel like a red card or a black card? What, what's your gestalt from this? Is it red or black? Don't can look I, at it. Just tell us can what I tell the you, feel is. Okay. I, I picture it to be black. Okay. And are you picturing a club or a spade? I am picturing a, a club. Excuse me. A club, okay. And does it feel like it's a, a, a number card, you know, ace through ten, or a court card, a jack, queen, or king? Uh, can I tell you the exact card that, it, that appeared in my brain? Sure. The eight of clubs. That's what appeared. Like, when, I, when I first moved it over, I pictured the eight of clubs. All right. But that was without looking at the face of it, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Let's, well, let's see how close she came. This is really tough, but go ahead. Flip over that left card. All right. And what is it? The three of spades. Well, you got a black card, and it was a number card. So that's, you that's could have done this. One on a three. But no, you're right. I got them all, <laughs> According to your rules, I got them all. You and I got mm. them all right. You're absolutely right, because I just threw in the eight. Yeah, so that was really very convincing. But yeah. now I wanted you to get a feel for how challenging this can be, Okay. So now, don't say anything about what it is, but I want you to turn to the card that is to the right of the deck. Yes. And I want you to turn it up so that you can see what it is, but don't say a word about what it is yet. Okay. Nobody else can see it either, right? I can't see it. Right. Okay. I'm looking at it. Okay. And is, is this a black card as well? It is. And it's, uh, it's actually a spade too, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it's... It's not a court card. It's not a jack, queen, or king. It's one of the numbered cards, right? Yes? Yes. 
So it's a spade, and it's somewhere between the ace of spades and the ten of spades, and I'm sensing a lot of pips on it. But uh, I'm gonna. Uh, it's not quite. I'm gonna go with the seven of spades. What is the card? I, can I show it to them? Sure. The eight, the, seven eight? Eight? the eight of spades. Eight of spades. Oh. Oh. My eight came true, Christoph. <laughs> <laughs> My eight came true. That's Jesus. Now I can't sleep tonight. Way to go. Well, don't forget about Wait, yeah, your it's butt card. <laughs> well, that's right. I forgot my butt card. It's not over yet. I forgot the butt card. And none of us have looked at what's under your butt. <laughs> no. That is usually true. try to avoid that. One time, and she said that's enough for me. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I'm, I don't know why, but I'm sensing it's changed color. I think it's now red. In fact, I think it's a heart, and it's... It's a it's a number heart. I'm 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 sensing it's the six of hearts, Tom. Six of hearts. Go ahead, pull it out from under your butt and show it to everybody. I have to dig it out of my butt. (laughs) And you said six of hearts. Six Six of hearts. What the heck? Okay, Christoph, get off my phone. Witchcraft. Burn the witch. Burn the witch. It's the sixth. How do I I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture and post it on our social oh. media to prove that it's the sixth. Yeah, I would be the first person to be like, you're all lying. There's <laughs> yeah, no way. Exactly. You know what, yeah. Christoph, I have to ask you a question. This might sound inane, but the first card <laughs> I had to read that it was an eight. But then the second <clears> card, which actually was the eight, would have been the last card I touched. So you gotta. Mm, you're looking for a psychic a example. psychic energy. You're going to therapy tomorrow. I said it was a black eight of clubs, but it was the eight of spades. But it was the eight. It was a black card. I mean, it's Christoph. My God, that's sick. How the hell did you nail a six of hearts? That's amazing. Now, if I pick up the rest of the packet, it's all six of hearts. <laughs> yeah. There are two non-six of hearts. Yeah, and you got them both. So Somehow you do. What a trick that! Oh my God. Christoph, you're good at this. Somebody should Thank tell you. you. You're really good. Yeah. At so I don't even want to know how you did. That's uh, that's one of the, seriously. I have this really odd feeling in my chest right now. It's like, <laughs> how the hell did that happen? It's called fear. Angina. Angina. Heartburn. Give me agita. Okay, so if I got like 52 pictures of people I don't like, could you make like you know project to give them a heart attack? <laughs> Nah, I'm just kidding. Sorcery. That's a little out of my field. That's, that's, that's different. It's a little out of his field. That's a voodoo. Christoph, that is an amazing trick. The six of hearts is exactly. And by the way, Christoph is nowhere near here. He's not even in the. Are you even in Minneapolis? Um, I'm out in Shorewood. I'm at home. I'll yeah, so there you go. He's in Shorewood. Not even in the same town, in the same block, the same building, the same office. It was this. It is the six of hearts. That is what a. Oh my God! Weird. Well, I couldn't have done it without you, Tom. You were instrumental, and you nearly nailed it yourself. I don't know about that. I just got a feeling. That's so weird, though, that there was an eight when I turned it over. Did you kind of sucker me with that? You gave me the black card. It was the spade, and then all of a sudden you went, "Oh no, there's your eight. It's over to the right." And then, oh, then it's a six of hearts. That is one. We call increasing the drama. Yep. The drama. No, I could understand that. No. Seriously, you, is that a trick you came up with? That is an amazing trick. Um, I did not originate the idea. I've merely modified it a little bit for this kind of a performance situation. Well, I want to thank you again because I won't be able to sleep for about a week trying to figure out how excellent. you did that. <laughs> it was excellent. 
Christoph, thank you so much. I'd love to have you in studio sometime. It would be wonderful to sit down face-to-face with you. I would love to do that. In fact, I have an idea for another effect that we could do with uh, maybe something like a Super Bowl prediction online. Oh, on the oh. Who's that guy that right now he gives away cars and he picks a Super Bowl winner, and if he loses, he... If his pick is wrong, he gives away cars to be. What? And the guy's made so much money doing it; it's unbelievable. Yeah, he 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 sells cars, and then he bets on the Super Bowl based on the car. I I don't know how he does it, but he makes tons of money doing it. Really mm-hmm. Well, Christoph's going to help me win the Super Bowl now, so I'm going to listen. Christoph, yeah, stay in touch. That that was very. I got to be honest, most. Uh, well, I told you about the guy, Catherine and I were sitting out, I think, I think we were in Vegas at the time, sitting at a cafeteria having a little lunch, and this guy walked over. And while he's talking to us, he didn't announce that he was a magician, but while he's talking to us, the cigarette in his right hand floated across his chest and went into his left hand. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking for strings, and I'm looking for all... I, 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 you got to have some pretty damn good breath control to make a cigarette float, I would imagine. <laughs> You do indeed. I would imagine. Christoph, come back soon, man. I loved it. Thank you so much for that experience. It was a great experience. I was delighted to be here. Thanks very much for having me on your show, folks. We'll talk soon, sir. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Christoph the Magician. Okay, do you know how he did that? Yes. I have no idea. Do you really? Mm-hmm. You do? No, not a clue. Sure. I invented that. I don't know. The the eight year old. How did I feel that one of the cards was an eight, though? I, I think that might have just been a coincidence. So you think? I that think was just that a, the two eight. cards, I think, were just like increasing tension for his prediction. Yeah. But how did he do it, Andy? That I can't explain. <laughs> how the yeah. hell could you do that? No. Uh, it seems to be the six of hearts. I'm like, no, I went through the deck and I don't see any more six of hearts. <laughs> oh, the weird thing is there's no eight of clubs, though. <laughs> yeah, the entire yeah, yeah, deck yeah, is yeah. emptied of an eight of clubs. That's the follow-up on. trick. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute, I can't find the eight of clubs. You're right. Oh, no, there, there, there it is. There it is. Eight of clubs. That see, that would have been cooler if all of a sudden we heard... At yeah. the door, uh, and Christoph is with the eight of clubs. Uh, yeah. He's like, who's here? What's here? Boost who's your here? game, Christoph the Magician. Come <laughs> yeah. on. No one's here. There he is. Sorry, I didn't mean I to affect the guys. I said, okay, what's the number? If you know how he did that, <laughs> give me a call. Six one, I, wait, call. five six one. Uh, two two eight four zero six one. There you go. <laughs> I, I used to know mind. a card trick, and I don't. I I've never it. known a card. I can't. Shuffle I used to know one card. Cards. Oh, really? I'm good at. I'm very good at shuffling you cards. Know what, you know what's great with kids, though? Since you got little kids doing magic tricks, mm-hmm. you got to do this. Okay, I'm gonna draw a, uh, a card. I'm just gonna. You cut the deck and then give it to me. Okay, and so you you guys would cut the deck. Oh, and, and you like go, hold the card. I'd go. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys would be yeah. Oh, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to do sleight of hand when the audience is five years oh, old. My, Four yeah. of diamonds. Yeah. I can't see the car. Oh, you see that I can't see the car. How did I do it? I know my son, Max, he was, he was like, every once in a while he'll come up and try and show me a magic trick, and he's so funny because he's so clumsy about mm. it. And it's just so, so cute. Cl- oh, he'd be like, hold on, Mom, I'm going to make this disappear. And he'll put his hands behind his bag, and he's like fumbling, trying yeah. to get his pants. <laughs> and he's like, ta-da! Oh, wow! I have no idea where that went. Amazing. Well, Actually, go ahead. there was a magician. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. There was a magician on the podcast that taught 
me a card trick on air. Oh, that's right. I remember a that. A while ago. Oh, and yeah. That's, I used to, re- yeah, so I'm like, I have a card trick, and I've forgotten it since. Yeah. Well, I remember when, I, when you're really young, remember, like, they teach you this like, math magic, which is basically like, take your age and add three, now subtract three. That's uh-huh. your age. It's like, how did you do that? Uh, exactly. Because yeah. kids are, they just, you know, they don't they want, follow that kind of well, thing. Well, like, magic is so much easier when the person believes That's in magic, true. you know, because it's like well, you. Well, I won't... believe in magic and metric, <laughs> I'll tell you. That. I well, have no idea how to hell you. Yeah, I really yeah, can't explain that one. We've seen a couple magicians going to Vegas and stuff with the morning show, and it's always like, what? How? Who? Remember how? Jerry Seinfeld's magician joke? Why do you people like magicians? I don't get it. Look, here's a quarter. Now it's gone. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) Seinfeld being a little crabola. We have to take a break. We will be right back to wrap up that last segment. Man, got 22 more minutes to go. Right back. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. It's Tom, and for months I've been telling you about my success with Profile. You know about that. I haven't done it alone, of course. My Profile coach, Haley, has been with me every step of the way. She's there for me to celebrate my success and encourage me when I've struggled, and we all struggle, you know that. She is truly my secret weapon. If you or someone you know is passionate about helping others lose weight and feel better, the good folks at Profile want to meet you. Profile offers competitive compensation, benefits, a 401k match, flexible work schedules, and a sign-on bonus. Not a health coach already? Well, don't worry. Profile pays for your training and health coach certification. What about that action? So what are you waiting for? Visit ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities for a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities or find them on Indeed under Profile by Sanford. Profile. Transforming lives like mine, one relationship at a time. You can tell that it's the holiday season because I'm just floored by Kristoff's uh, trick. And I also learned that Dave thinks that little chocolate bites look like moose turds. Perfect. perfect. But. Perfect. Oh, they still moose are, dirty. There's no wheat in them. Well, these are, no I think wheat. these are too. I looked and I didn't, I, see, I didn't see wheat. I was craving chocolate. Oh, this ought to be a good show. Wait a minute, let me get involved. I really Partially defatted peanut flour. Defatted? So defatted. I've never heard I that want term all before. the fat. Well, peanut flour is fine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Mm. yeah, no, there's mm-hmm. another one here. You can do rice flour and all that, right? Yep. Rice flour, almond flour, coconut flour. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mix and match. Yeah. Moose turd flour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. That's right. All right. We have so much food in this studio. No, we got we sure sticky do. gums. Well, good. it's Christmas, and Papa Ua Mao wants Christmas. to make sure that it's December 8th. Which is not Christmas. It's only 17 days to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Alex. Well, two They're doing well no, it's like... Building that deal over oh, there. Oh, somebody's playing basketball. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm trying to gain weight for my New Year's resolution that I won't complete. <laughs> 
because the number one New Year's resolution is to lose weight. Uh, so <laughs> you're to gain weight to lose weight. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It's like you have I to like spend it. money to make money, but mm-hmm. not. But the opposite. They always said that. Not anymore. You, you just have to be a to raging prick and screw oh. people out of money. That's, that's a good way to do it, though. too. You love them? Mm. Have yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the peanut, but the peanut ones are really good. Wow. We're having they're, our Christmas here, even though peanut, it's not Christmas, according to my daughter. Chocolate and peanut butter covered oh, peanuts. Oh, good God. Don't do this to me. They're From where? Really the Drooling Moose? What's the name yep. of this place? Yeah, Drooling yeah, Moose. They've been delivering things puking to the podcast studio for yeah. probably the whole, the whole time. Run. I think, yeah. yeah. You can oh, hit me up at davidarknessradio.com. <laughs> I'll tell you where else you could send some of these delicious treats. Those would accompany your screwball whiskey, honey, very well. Oh, yeah, they would. The Drooling Moose. I need to try this screwball whiskey. Whiskey. I know they're so good. Oh my God. The night owls? Did they yeah. send that right really over good. from night owls? From Drool and Moose. From Drool and Moose, I mean. I yeah, never heard yeah, so. yeah, I don't think there's no like card from anyone else. Well, thank you, Drool and Moose. Call, we <laughs> have them. Like the chocolate thank hotline. You, Moose. <laughs> they have hotline. locations in Bloomington, Burnsville, and St. Louis Park. Yeah, St. Louis Park is right, on the cup. right oh, by right. Was, Once Upon a yeah. Child, where I go and buy my children's Today's clothes final a lot. segment brought to you by the Drooling Moose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll be a Drooling Moose if I have another one of those. My God, that's that is good. Really good. And then once you're done with that, you can go on the profile plan, so it's perfect. It's yeah, great. We can all see, dial right great. up and eat yeah. those. You the go circle on the profile of life. Plan. It's great. <laughs> you get in your Walzard car and get in an accident and call Michael Brand. It'll be perfect. Then have Ralph Basham carve it out and fix you back up. It's all you need to know. Now, the Ralph doesn't advertise on the podcast. Advertise. He just is on the he podcast. He just shows up. Hackmaster, Ralph Basham, I think he's kind of putting it out there without putting well, it out yes. there. Well, yes. It's subversive advertising, mm-hmm. right? We all know who the Hackmaster is. Microaggression advertising. By the way, I'm glad that we brought that up because I want to thank L.A. Nick, who used to be in on Wednesdays, but he's not on the show anymore. I was gone for the last two weeks he was around. Yeah, we had someone text in asking where he was. Yeah, he uh, he literally got so busy he can't do it anymore. But this man, I will tell you, he posted some stuff about my wife and my kids that is the sweetest. What? Did he? Oh, Where? Was, I don't know. He posted, I don't he, go on he social media. He uses Facebook. What? I, this he, is the first I'm hearing of this. He I talked about how he loves you guys and Catherine. And oh, he that's just, nice. He we need to go very, back to the dating property. I again. know. This summer, I'm like, we have to, the kids need to go and yeah. see it. They've never seen it. Yeah, Nick's been actually dealing, because Nancy's been gone. Yeah, she's working. Been over oh, yeah, Europe. she's like flying around the entire planet. And he's been having to take care of the compound by himself. Mm. And he's, you know, he had to... Well, um, he had his cat die on him, yeah, which yeah. really yeah. hurt him. And then and a horse, horse passed yeah. away, and he had to bury the horse all by himself. Oh, why did he bury a horse by himself? He'd he suck just, at that. Well, he's home alone. <laughs> yeah, but he can't shovel. Well, he probably used a. I would assume he used a bag or a backhoe. Trying to dig a horse grave with a shovel, it would take like a month. I guarantee you one thing that if, I, I hope it doesn't happen, and I'm very sincere about this because I'm. I don't know how quite a bit older than he is. Am I what ten years, fifteen years I older? I honestly have no I idea. Have no idea how old Ellie Nick is. No flattering things about how great I am on his. No, his no, no. Page. He he wrote some stuff that I. If anybody that I, knows where it is, I would like to see. He it. was so sweet to the family and how he's going to miss all you guys, and it, it was very, very sweet, no, very nice. nice from Ellie Nick. But I'm going to now do my impression of who is that going to be coming out of the when I bury an Ellie Nick. Uh, again, hopefully he outlives me by many, many years. But just in case he doesn't, I guarantee you if I do the eulogy, 
he'll interrupt me about two lines. <laughs> I guarantee it. I'm back just so I can be annoying. I want to annoy Tom one last time by talking right over him. Wait, you've got that line wrong in my eulogy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. L.A. You so forgot LA, God bless to mention. Hell. Officer Dave somehow knows that he's 56. Yeah. Oh, L.A. Nick's 56? Don't know how he knows that, but that makes sense, I would say. But see, that's a huge, and you guys know this, you have all the kids and all that stuff. When people are nice to your family, man, it just hits you right in the heart. And then, mm-hmm. I just love that. Oh my gosh, Sage had a um, substitute teacher for a couple days last week, and right. all she said was she was like, he's really small, because he's, he's the youngest <laughs> kid in his class, um, and he's in class with three to five-year-olds, mm-hmm. and he's just like a little guy and she's like he's really small but he just keeps up so well with everybody and i was like thank you so much <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, i've worked really hard well to raise him right see like, there it was you go That's... not even that like nice of a i mean it was nice but not like you seriously though as a parent so, yeah, you kind of go like yes yeah, you're, like, you're I, like i did a good job i know and then fawn's teacher once was like your kids are like tiny but mighty in the best way possible and i was like gonna make me cry mm. and we're just... i know what you guys feel because like when all these girls got arrested for shoplifting and they said your daughter took the least amount of stuff i was pretty proud of myself. i'm like i taught her the right. best way to go oh, she committed a misdemeanor theft right. yeah. not felony actually in the last uh, 20 well not the last like last 48 hours now because it was like noon on monday to noon on tuesday when i found out that uh, I, I don't want to say who it is, but a relative is dying, and my best friend of all time is dying, and blah, blah. Both times, the relative's wife started crying at the end when we were hanging up. My best friend started crying when he was, man, that's hard to, oh, God, it's I hard know. to get through. That's one thing about, if you live long enough, you start seeing that happen. That's right, try not to, to get close to people. Yeah, yeah okay, go. Too much disappointment and sadness. Well, that's literally what my grandpa's philosophy philosophy has been for the past 10 years. He's like, oh, yeah. why make a friend? They're just going to die. Yep. It's like, okay, I guess. You're not wrong. He's 95 years old. That's actually very old. endearing, though, and like refreshing. <laughs> no. Like, I'm just going to outlive everyone. I remember so we were at, I remember we were at Grandma Toots's apartment once. And she was in, I mean, <coughs> she was always pretty crabby, but one time she was like in an exceptionally bad mood, and you were like, Mom, what's what's bothering you? And she was just sitting there, and she was like, was silent for, her, silent for a minute, and she goes, well, my friends are all dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. okay. Well, so uh, it was after... Dottie, oh yeah, yeah. passed away, and it was like a couple. It was like a month after that, and she just was like, "They're all dead." This is another one that I'll never forgive her for the last time I saw her, what she did to me. Dottie, no, toots. Oh, my mother, your grandmother. I go see her because I have to leave. I have to go out of town for like a couple of weeks, and I go see her over at the retirement home. And so you know, she can't get out of bed. She's eighty-eight years old, and blah blah blah. So I'm holding on to her hand and said, you know, Tommy, this is probably the last time I'm ever going to see you. I said, oh, well, you don't know that. She goes, no, I can just tell. This is probably the last time. I'm holding her hand, and she said, this is probably the last time I'm going to see you. So I'm, like, trying to fight it off like a bitch. And I said, Mom, come on. Okay, let's say I never see you again, but I do know this. You've had this deep faith in, in the Virgin Mary your whole life. You love the Virgin Mary. You'll get to meet Jesus. You go to heaven. I mean, how great is that? And there's a pause. She goes, yeah, well, don't give me that. <laughs> 
It's the last thing she ever said to me. Oh. Like, thanks a lot, toots. Maybe she was meaning, yeah, that's why it's the last time I'm going to see you, Tom. Because <laughs> you ain't going to make the cut. You're going straight down. You're not making a cut, pal. Well, on a good note, or comedian friend Adrian Washington. Love Adrian. Yes, he just found out he had, like, cancer cyst thing in his eye, and Mm -hmm. surgery went well, and he's recovering, so things should be good with him. I've been kind of following him on Facebook, making sure everything's going okay, but yeah, he's at home resting and recovering from his surgery. Thank you for bringing that up, because he's Mm -hmm. a really nice man. Yeah, he loves loves the show. He's a good guy, there's no doubt about it. And I'm staying on top of... uh, Old smoke. Not getting uh, skinny. I've made sure that uh, I'm not falling into that trap. You're not going to. There'll be none of that. There'll be none of that. I actually gained six pounds while I had COVID. Really? Because all I did was sit around and snack. Oh, yeah. Before I had my surgery, yeah, I've gained like 15 pounds over the course of a year because I couldn't walk more than like a block. Oh, yeah. But I got my walks in. The only thing I did, I, I still did my at minimum of seven miles a day, seven to 12 miles a day walking, and I didn't miss a day, but I just didn't, all I did was sit and watch TV in, in my yeah. prison cell. Well, and too, when you're sick, your body holds on to those carbs because yeah, yeah, it needs true. it to help get better. Oh, yeah, so. that's like when I was pregnant and vomiting 15 times a day for months, four months. I only lost eight pounds, which I was, like, shocked by because I'm, like, I'm not consuming anything. And, yeah, it's like your body will hold on to every spare calorie it can. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, all I'm doing is laying around and barfing. (laughs) (laughs) How do I have anything left? Yeah, Yeah, right. How can there be anything in there? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right about that. No question. So, Darkness, what do you got on the schedule? You got a, you got a lot of travel coming up this year? I'm off to Las Vegas tomorrow mm-hmm. for the weekend doing the Para-Unity Conference uh, at the MGM Grand. So, if, if you have any listeners in the Las Vegas area, tickets are still available. Oh, yeah, we got people out there. Yeah, at the MGM Grand, so come on out to that. Uh, and then I think I'm doing an event in January at the Palmer House, which sold out pretty quick. We have some general admission seats. Well, yeah, well, we got You've been telling me that for five years. And then but every I time you're like, oh, I got, a, I got work. Uh, I got a family. Uh, you're always with stuff, mister. Always work, family, family that lame work. stuff, that yeah. lame excuse stuff. You so, know. Well, yeah, we'll get you out there. I'd love to have you come out. But we're I doing, would, well, uh, it's what, Sox Center, Sox Center? Yeah, Sox, Sox Center. Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's I'd interested, we do have some general admission seats. For that, still left at darknessevents.com. I was born 24 miles from there. It's a great little town. Very Mayberry feeling. Oh, God, yeah. It absolutely is. Mm -hmm. There's like uh, every bar has a bar directly next to it. That is one of the biggest. It's like a college town without a college. (laughs) That's how our our town is. There's two bars and they're across the street from each other. Yeah, Yeah, it's like bar, bar, shoe store, bar, 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 (laughs) you know, toy store. Cafe bar, yeah. Yeah. A lot of bars, baby. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, there was a sock center. Then 12 miles down the road, there's a 12 mile tavern. Mm -hmm. And then 12 miles after that was Long Prairie, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So it was either way from Long Prairie or Sauk Center it was twelve miles. Mm. Yeah, I like that Cute. area in Alexandria. I do too. Yeah, and I Lake, love those. What is it? Lake Geneva mm. is up there by Alexandria. I believe really so. Yeah, beautiful. Gorgeous. Time I've ever been in Alexandria because people always thought my name was Alexandria. Right. Mm-hmm. With Alexandra. And people are like, "Oh, do you have you spent a lot of time in Alexandria?" And I'm like, "I we went there on a field trip in school one time. Oh, and that is the, my." 
Yeah, I, got, I, went, I don't even remember what the field trip was. I just remember we went to Alexandria. I mean, think about <laughs> my homeland. Yeah. So your name is Tom. I know. Are you related to Danny Thomas. I know. No. I'm like, <laughs> do you spend a lot of time in St. Thomas? Yeah. I'm like, I know. Did I'm like, what? Why do you, this is a weird question. Oh, I stopped yes. there to get gas on my way to visit my friend in Fargo. Oh, yep. in Alexandria. Yeah, I like, it's like halfway. If you like antiquing. That is a good town to be in. Alexandria. Yes, yeah, I don't know. This episode of Mom Moment is brought to you by. Yes, if they you have... like antiquing. <laughs> I feel like there's something to NPR there. If you like antiquing. I'm sorry, but I, I love antiquing. I love the just old stuff, and it mm. brings you back to your childhood. Because you'll see something you had when you were a child, and you're like, I have to buy it now. But um, yeah. Yeah. Her time, she misery. loves old stuff. That's how she ended up with me. <laughs> there. Now we that makes sense. Oh, I'm a man. I love you. I can share all my misery. Then that'll be good. Please, I'll you'll feel mine. like you're a kid again. I'll yeah. be that miserable, really. <laughs> okay, calm yourself. That's true. Jeez Louise, just needs hugs. Let's just hug him after this. Just a big cuddle pile. I just hope that Catherine, when I get home, doesn't projectile vomit on me. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I hope she doesn't have something. Like, just send her the basement and go. No. Don't uh, come gets, up here. Yeah, <laughs> she gets it's really. Karma. She gets really bad stress migraines, and they make her barf. Oh yeah, oh. migraines are the she's worst. She's very stressed yeah. out right now because people are being such assholes to me that she. Well, you keep her out. yelling at her. No, I said Mr. Paul. (laughs) And it was Mr. Jack. And then it's Mr. Paul. Well, I like, I FaceTimed mom yesterday and she didn't answer. And then I called her on the phone because I was like, sometimes when I FaceTime my parents, they don't get the FaceTime. And so I called them because I was like, going to try to figure out what time she was coming over. And she answered, and then you two were yelling at each other. (laughs) And I waited for like two minutes and then I hung up. I hung up. I was like, I'll call back in a bit. <laughs> we don't yell at each other. You, does your mother realize how much I love her? Well, yes, she does. does but she, she really? also she doesn't handle you're... stress well. No. for one, that's one thing. Well, I neither will of tell you handle stress that's well. True. Here's a nice, nice little warning for everybody out there. Warning: You ever do my wife anything wrong, I will kill you. That's she how much would, I love my wife. She mm-hmm. would do it first. Would you I do would. that, honey? If anybody wronged Catherine, would I tell you? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Depends on what the wrongdoing was. I mean, I like Tom a lot, and if he's not feeling well, I guess I'll pick up that mantle. <laughs> <laughs> I can fill in as a host once in a while. Why not kill somebody for the guy? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. What the it's hell? true friendship. I have had to draw that line. You know, you got to be careful with kids, because as dads, we've always had that, if somebody hurts my kid, I'm going to oh. kill him. You can't say that to kids now, because then kids are afraid to tell you when something bad happens, yeah, because they're afraid true. you're yeah. going to overreact. Yeah. That's true. Which I'm uh, going to, so you may as well expect it. I know. I I definitely have that instinct more than Dan. Like, he's like, let's diffuse the situation and whatever. And, like, if anybody were mean to my child, I'd be like, oh, you're five years old. I don't care. (laughs) I'll take you down. You're done. Yeah. It would be an easier job. We went to uh, my son's school. He was getting picked on. He's got a a super sweet kid. He's so tender heart. And I went to his school. He was, like, in second grade. And this kid keeps being mean to him. And uh, I go to have lunch with him, and the, the mean kid comes over and sits at the table with us. And he goes up to get a napkin, and he goes, that's him. And I go, well, why is he sitting here? He's a fan of yours. And I'm like, oh, okay. God. So we're sitting there, and as we're talking, that's I just I, like made the eye contact with him. And we're talking, and, and I'm just like staring this kid down through the whole meal. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to leave it up to you to make sure that you take good care of my son and keep an eye on him. Because if I find out anybody is mean to my son, and I mean anybody, 
there's going to be so many problems. <laughs> and this kid's just staring at me. And my, my ex is like thumping me under the table. And my son's like, Dad, stop. And I'm like, just so we understand each other. <laughs> you now have to watch out for my son. Yeah. Or there will be hell to pay. I don't know. But it is true. Because like, I, I didn't tell you a lot of stuff. Because I was like, he'll flip the F out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I talked to mom about things and whatever. But I'm life. like, I can't tell dad anything. Because he'll either talk about it on the radio or freak out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to freak out. I'll just go over and snap. A little snap. Yeah. Oh, he fell over dead. That's too bad. <laughs> That's not freaking out. Okay. Do not touch my family. I know. Yeah, so I'm like, I have to, like, Fawn had her first, um... Slugfest? Somebody in her class, a little girl was calling the little boy names, and then the little boy hit the little girl. And so we're talking about it, and I was like, oh, God, this is, like, the introduction of, like, these things happen in school. And I was like, how did it make you feel? And what would you do if someone was calling you names? And what would you do if somebody hit you? And all this stuff. And I'm like, it's going to happen at some point. I know when my son Linus was in fifth grade, he was getting one of the high school kids on our neighborhood started picking on him and was pushing him around and shoved him to the ground, took his football and was just being a jerk. And uh, he made some snide comment about killing him as he walked away. So I go, which kid? And he points me to the house. So I go over and I knock on the door and the mom answers and I go, yeah, is Clyde here? And she goes, I'm his mom. What do you need? And I said, I need to kick the shit out of your son. And she goes, what? And I go, oh, he thought it was fun to beat up on a a fifth grader. So I'm going to let him know what it's like to have somebody my size kick the shit out of him. And he comes over and he's like, she's like, did you, were you picking on this kid? And he's like, yeah, well, we we were just playing with him. And I go, you don't play with kids by pushing them, punching them, and throwing them to the ground. And then the mom starts getting up in my face. I go, listen, I'm going to kick his ass, then I'm going to kick your ass. You and then the grandma steps in. She's like, hold the boat. She's yelling at the kids. She's like, you, you stay away. If I hear you do this, you're going to have to deal with me. And the, mouth, the mom's mouth is running the whole time. She turns around. She goes, you just need to learn to shut the hell up. <laughs> and, and she goes, I'm sorry. You're not going to hear from us ever again. And I go, I hope not. No. Then I just walked away. The, the no, neighbor... Sure. The neighbor's uh, kid, his dad had gone over with me. And the minute I said, when I'm done kicking his ass, I'm going to kick yours, he turned around and like Barney Rubble took off back to his house. And then he's like, I don't think we can threaten women. And I go, when she's in my face threatening me, I'm just going to let her know. This is the end of it. If we're all going to be equal, why can't I threaten women? If you're going to threaten, and that's always been the rule, right? If you're going to threaten me or my kid, then all bets are off. At that point, you know, am I going to really hit her? Maybe. (laughs) But you don't know. I'd rather (laughs) you wonder than have that solid answer. I did find out my youngest, Max, is kind of the... I don't know what you'd want to call it, but if he ever sees like kids getting bullied on the playground for during recess, right. he's the kid that'll go over and grab the back of the shirt and yank the bully off, and he'll be like, "Knock it off!" See, that's great. <laughs> yeah. that's and great. I found out from my teachers or his teacher that he's he's very caring and he's very protective of his classmates, that's and he doesn't great. like the fifth graders picking on the fourth graders. No, they, so they, they shouldn't be picking on the fourth grader. Yeah, very yeah. Good. All right, that's going to do it. Another uh, show come and gone. What the hell? That's all I know. Before <laughs> December 23rd, mm-hmm. Portillo's. You Please, get let's yes. do it. Get, where's, the, where's the one you go to now? Uh, there's two. Woodbury. And oh, Ma- actually, uh, Woodbury, Roseville, and Maplewood. Gro- Maple, Maple, Maple Grove. Grove. Maple Grove, yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. one, you know, yeah. we go to... 
<laughs> where we you need tell to me go. where we'll what, meet up. Wait a minute, what did you say? Our old dog sitter works at the one in Maple Grove. Mm. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about the same distance for where we live, so. Yeah, it'd probably be about the same distance for where we live, too. Mm-hmm. Perfect. We'll no. get it done. Thanks Rose for listening. Roseville's pretty far. Woodbury and Roseville are way yeah, farther than Maple Grove. Far. You're way closer to Maple yeah, Grove. I suppose that's mm-hmm. true. West, yeah, straight up, straight up 169. Mm-hmm. We can true. hit the Maple Grove one. Whatever works, it'll all work out in the end. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.